<clears throat> Hello. <clears throat> it's me, Sam. I got a 48-minute drive, so you're welcome. 48 minutes instead of you, the normal 30. I am, uh, if you've been following along, you, know, you would know that I work two jobs. I work one full-time, and then I work a second job. PRN, if you want to call it that, part-time, whatever, and, uh, um, but for my second job, sometimes the other social worker wants to take time off, and they tricked me. They didn't tell me this from day one, but when she takes time off, I have to cover all of her duties, so essentially I'm working two full-time jobs this week. I had to go to Cincinnati, like for real Cincinnati, not like Monroe, 30 minutes away. Now, I had to go all the way like to the border of Kentucky, Cincinnati, to do some work down there, just flat out, right out the gate, first thing this morning, two hours of driving, really exciting. I had to do that, and now I'm heading back, I'm heading back to work my other job. And uh, that's what I do. You know what? I'm talking like I work a lot. But I'm going to tell you something. Here's some life updates on things that are going on in my world. And this is one of them that makes me realize that I really am a lazy hog. Like just a lazy sloth compared to other people in this world. So I had... Gosh, this is... It's kind of been a long process, but... A couple of months ago, I noticed, well, I knew that my roof needed replaced, but I also knew my house is kind of big, so I, I knew that it was going to be a very expensive job, and so I, uh, I was trying to figure out a way to get my insurance to cover it, and I knew that there had been windstorms and things like that where, um, you know, I'd find a shingle here and there out in my, dri my driveway or my sidewalks and stuff. Well, it just so happened on a Sunday, I found more than usual shingles. There was a windstorm, you know, a lot of wind. I get a lot of wind, period. I've talked about this. I can't keep a flag. I can't keep hanging flower baskets. Like everything, the wind just blows like I'm in the, in Kansas basically nonstop. But on this particular day, it blew quite a bit more. I had more shingles than normal down. And so I was like, you know what? Today's my day to try and see if I can get an insurance claim out of this windstorm. So I called my insurance agent, who also has to be my, happens to be my mom, Deb, and uh, yeah, worked it out. Insurance covered it. I've got to pay my deductible, which is like two grand, but it's an over twenty thousand dollar job, so I call that a win. Um, so yeah, I'm getting my roof done. It's a it's a mess. You think like, oh okay, you get an insurance claim, no big deal, just do it. No, you got to go through your mortgage company, all this crap that I don't like to deal with and I don't have time to deal with finally got it done then it wants to rain you know every day and then if you have if you're in Ohio you probably have kept up with this but if you're not in Ohio our area in Montgomery County in Ohio was hit really bad by uh, I think they ended up finally decided on about 14 tornadoes that touched down and actually it was parts of other counties too but primarily in Montgomery County I mean it just demolished 
just areas of our city that are just flattened to the ground. And so my roofer was doing a lot of relief work with that. Anyway, finally gets around to this week. He's, he's going to, well, not him, his workers are going to do my, are going to do the roof. Listen to me. Yesterday morning, I'm in bed. Charlie gets picked up by the sitter at 7.15 to go to swim team. Okay? You think I'm getting my tail out of bed and getting babies out of bed and getting him to the pool by 7.30? And no. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You better believe I pay a babysitter to pick him up. But no, that's not totally true. I do pay her to pick him up only because she also takes my daughter then to her practice, which is later and that goes until 11 and obviously I'm working by then but anyway so he gets picked up at 7:15 at like 7 a.m this is discriminatory but the fact of the matter is is they are Hispanic I don't know if they're from Mexico or not I haven't had a conversation with these guys but they're Hispanic and they they speak Spanish so this was a fair assumption on his part my 12 year old Charlie comes busting in my room 7 a.m he's like real super scared he said this giant van came just came down our driveway a ton of mexicans piled out of it and now they've got ladders and they're they're climbing up onto the roof (laughs) i was like i'm laughing like i'm i was dead asleep and i'm laughing so hard and i was like they're doing the roof they're replacing the roof today and he's like why didn't you tell us and i said well i knew i'd be here and so i was going to tell you this morning you know i didn't know that they were going to start at 6 50 or whatever in the morning so anyway, they were there yesterday. I'm t- when I tell you that it was 10 o'clock at night and they were still out there with flashlights cleaning up from the day's work that they, I mean, are you kidding me right now? Here's my schedule. Um, yesterday, sorry, I forgot to turn off my sound on my phone like a real idiot. Let me get it now. I got it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yesterday I had a meeting at eight, a phone conference that I'm covering for the other social worker where basically I just take a phone call, put it on speaker and mute for two hours and get paid. That's the type of work that I'm doing. (laughs) Contribute nothing. Absolutely nothing at all. It's just a Medicare standard that I got to be on the phone. Uh, and so I, I got up at, you know, after Charlie wakes me up, I pretty well need to get up at that point. I get up. So that call starts at eight. I work at 8, I get home by 3 o'clock, 7 hour, I mean, I took a nap for about an hour, like, and then I cooked dinner and took my kids to their swim team thing at 7 o'clock, and then I got home, and then I, you know, I did a little here and there, I mean, I like, these people, these guys worked on my roof in the sun for 15 hours straight. They had a couple gallons of water and a loaf of white bread. I don't know what, some peanut butter and jelly, I guess. I don't know, but, and some monsters that they were drinking. I feel terrible. I really feel like an awful person. I need to get it. I need to work more. Maybe I need to get a third job. I don't know what to do, but yeah. Then this morning, here's the other piece of it. I'm pretty, I'm fairly certain that at least two of the guys slept in their truck in my driveway. I still don't really know how I feel about that. I feel kind of bad because, you know, my house is a little bit off the road. I don't exactly, uh, how do I say it? I don't wear, you know, I don't think twice about 
being undressed in my home. <laughs> how, do I, how do I say it? Y'all walk around naked. I don't care. It's my home. I'm the only one there. What do I got? What? Who cares? And so then I'm like, I don't know. Are these guys out in like in my driveway in their truck? I don't know. Why is the truck in my driveway overnight? So I don't. I don't know. They. I, I tried to be a little bit more discreet because I don't know if they're out there. I don't know what's going on. I'm here at the house by myself. They're the trucks in my driveway. Here's what I do know. They were in the same clothes this morning that they were wearing last night and they started before 7 a.m. again. I mean, I'm putting two and two together. So, whatever. I don't know how I feel about that. But yeah, so I'm getting my roof replaced. It's going to look nice. It's going to look real nice. And then on Monday, I'm having my, uh, what are they called? Shutters. My shutters painted. Having a little bit of touch-up work done on some other areas of my house that need painted. And having some posts replaced that have kind of rotted. I mean, it's kind of sucks because, you know, I work hard and I save money. And it's just real super battle of spend money on a vacation or spend money on this money pit of a house that is constantly requiring some type of repair or work. It's a frustrating dynamic. I'm going to get into this a little bit later on how we spend our money and how we do things and, and what, you know, what, anyway, what that looks like for uh, Christians in particular. But yeah, I mean, I'm spending money on my house. I feel like as hard as much as I would like to take a vacation that you know I gotta have a roof like that's kind of a big deal so and like I said I'm paying two grand versus 20 so I can't hardly complain I'm not mad about it that's going on I've been um my kids are in swim team I started swim team here's a heads up if you're in an area that has a swim team let me give you the let me give you a rundown I talked about this last year a little bit let me give, give you a rundown of why my kids have been in swim team for now six years. My son has been, this is his sixth year, I think, sixth or seventh year in swim team. Here's why. Reason number one. E even if, because this is what I hear from parents, it's such a bad commitment. It's such a bad commitment. Because they do have practice every single morning, and then they have swim meets Tuesdays and Thursday nights, you know, once they start for like six weeks. It's such a bad commitment. Listen. First of all, it's not really for me because I work full-time and so I pay somebody to take them to practice. So maybe if I was taking them every day, I'd feel differently. Probably would. Especially if I was having to take my son at 7.30. Dear Lord, no thank you. But yeah, I don't. So maybe I, maybe that's why I feel this way. But um, you're going to, if you take your kids to swim lessons you're going to pay between, let's say, 30 to $45 for six weeks of lessons, maybe. That's not okay. That's okay deal. Maybe you go once a week, twice a week, whatever. Versus swim team every single day, eight weeks, an hour and 15 minutes every practice, they're getting one-on-one -on -one attention because they've got these high school, older kids that are like coaches in training, blah, blah, blah. They work with the little kids one-on-one. -on -one. They, assign, they assign an older kid to your little kid. And 
your kid okay so here's how it went down charlie i took him to summer after winter after fall after every season of swim lessons everywhere indoor outdoor ymca all of it he still sunk to the bottom of a pool like a straight up brick i mean the kid would drown every time he got near water I signed him up for swim team and I was like, figure it out or drown. That's usually, that's pretty much what it comes down to. And you know what? He figured it out by the end of the season. He was swimming the entire length of the pool. No problem. He almost drowned once, but that's it. He made it. Um, so that's what it, that, that's where I, that's where I come from. Even if you don't want to necessarily participate in all of the swim meets, the deal on the practices is unbeatable. Your kid's going to learn how to swim. And I'm going to tell you, those first few summers that he could swim, and then now that Clara can swim too, guess who's having, well, now I got two babies, so it's train wreck. But before they came, I had like a minute where it was just the two of them and they could both swim. I was like reading magazines at the pool, listening to podcasts. I don't know if I was doing that, but it's been a while. I just started listening to the podcast. But yeah, I mean, it was easy street. Because I knew that they could swim. I wasn't worried about it. And, like, even if they did something dumb, like, there's lifeguards. You know, like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have a swim team in your area and you're, like, going between whether or not you should sign your kid up for swim lessons or a swim team, always choose the swim team. 100%. It's a commitment. Yeah, it's a little bit of a commitment. Okay, fine. The swim meets are like five hours long I mean yeah they are they go until 10 o'clock at night whatever but you know what like my kids hang out with their friends I actually my sitter that drives them to their practices is also gonna be on the hook to watch the babies in the evenings so I'm about to chill I'm about to chill on those evenings and like hang out with my friends and socialize with other adults which I haven't done in a year so, I mean, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be good times. Check it out. If you have a swim team in your area, check it out. That's what my kids are doing. They had a couple days off of school where they, before practices started, and then they started right up. They started right up the day after Memorial Day. So, it's no joke. It goes all the way through the middle of July. It's nice. It makes the summer fun, and they have fun, and blah, I could go on. Anyway, I like to keep my kids active because if not, you know what they do? Their, their brains turn to straight mashed potatoes because all they want to do is stare at screens all day long. Here's a tip. Here's a pro tip that I've kind of stumbled on and have implemented in my home because when swim team is over at 11 o'clock for my daughter and then she gets dropped off back at home, her and my son are home alone for, you know, three or four hours depending on how long I work. He'll be 13. Calm down. Calm down. He'll be 13 soon. He's also starting college in the fall. So I'm pretty sure he's more mature than I am. You know, so I'm not. He, he does good. Uh, I wrote them out essentially an hour by hour schedule of what they need to do. Because what, what happens is if you don't do that and your kids are left to fend for themselves, they're eating like... Uh, lunch at 3.30 in the afternoon because they've got caught up, they've gotten caught up in a movie or playing Fortnite or some dumb thing on some YouTube slime video, something stupid. And, and so they don't even realize. 
It's really bad. They don't even realize the time is passing. And then next thing you know, it's two and they haven't ate breakfast yet. So I write it out. 9 a.m. Charlie, get your face out of the TV and eat your breakfast. 11. Make some lunch for you and your sister. Like 12 to 1. And do your schoolwork. Yeah, my kids do schoolwork all summer because I'm a hardcore bitch. I don't care. Look, I don't care. They do schoolwork all summer. I've been buying. If you're looking for something for your kids to do, if they're great, I want to say like, okay, why do people ride tails anymore? Do people not watch the news and see big tangled messes of cars on the news when people ride bumpers and cause car accidents? Why would you do that? I hate people that do that. Ugh. Anyway, gosh. If your kid's like grade six and under, I'm trying to think, grade six, maybe grade five. But anyway, Sam's or Costco and or Costco both have the best that I've ever, that I found anywhere else. And I've been buying them there every summer since Charlie was in kindergarten for now both kids. They have the best like all-inclusive workbooks that my kids have consistently worked through every summer, like I said, since Charlie was in kindergarten. Um, you know, there was the one year that Charlie skipped fourth grade, and so he actually did that. He did the science and social studies curriculum from fourth grade, like, through the summer, and then did some additional reading and, like, anyway. So there's been at times where he's done some different stuff, and, like, right now, there really isn't any workbook like that. So he's, you know... He's doing the uh, uh, ACT prep book. <laughs> Can't stand him. He's so stinking smart. He gets on my nerves. Um, he's doing an ACT prep book. There's also a website called Con. Not Con like Con Man. Like they're going to con you out of your money. But Con like Shaka Con. K- I think it's K-H-A-N or maybe it's K-A-8. Listen, just look it up. Okay? Don't depend on me to have the details. Con Academy. And it's super cool no cost it's based on your kids grade it generates all kinds of work for them they earn like last time I looked at it it was like you earn rice for like a food relief organization I don't know it's it's they don't earn anything tangible but they can like you know there's goals and things that they can meet whatever so that's another good one to look into and he's actually doing that because they do have older you know more advanced work on there and he's also I bought him a uh, left brain um, mind challenging puzzle type book Clara also has like a, a big search and find book she really likes those like I just want them to do something to keep their brains from completely atrophying all over, over the summer because that's what will happen they'll just turn into like big dumb lugs just running around like because <laughs> they if they don't if they don't like work their brain so they do that for about an hour and a half every day I don't care listen like I said I'm hardcore they also have a time designated that they have to read every day and so they're doing that but yeah I feel really confident in them being home alone because I know what they're doing and I have checked in on them and said like because I know what the schedule is and I've checked in on them and like what are y'all doing Oh, you're doing your schoolwork. Good. I knew you were supposed to be doing your schoolwork, and I'm glad to hear that you are. Perfect. Oh, what are you doing? You're having your free time of screen time. Perfect. 
make sure it's no longer than an hour goodbye they also have a list of chores that they have to do every day so that takes up a good period of time and it's it's like they'll fight and want to try to kill each other but when it comes to them like doing chores and being home alone like they'll work together to get them done because even though maybe I've designated an hour and a half I've told them that unless both of them are done they they're not done and so a lot of times they'll end up helping each other to get them done so they can move on to their you know dead brain time staring at the what is it that people call the tv I don't know it just I hate it I hate the the look in their eyes when they're staring at it it's mouths open they're all both mouth breathers when they're looking at the tv it's just I've told Charlie like this is your behavior while you're playing this game is in such a stark contrast to the child that you really are like it requires zero skill zero critical thinking and yet you're like getting ready to start college but you also I mean I know there's grown men that play video games so I just don't get into it I don't I don't understand it I don't really get into tv I'll watch youtube videos here and there I happen to stumble across a couple of pretty like established youtube channels of people who have farms and I kind of am really getting into watching these because I'm learning a lot and I'm and I'm getting some ideas. So I will I will watch some of those videos. But anyway, that's what we're doing. It's summertime. I, I flip and love warm weather. It makes me so happy. I, I don't even care that it's cloudy today. It's 80 degrees. That's all that matters to me. It's wonderful. I'm so glad it's not cold anymore. I don't have to my, get my kids dressed in like four seconds flat. The babies. We're in and it. We're out the door quick. No more coats and scarves and hats and warming up the van and all that crap. I love it. We're staying up late. We're up late every night. I don't even care. Babies are up late. Kids are up late. Nobody goes to bed. We're, you know, we're outside till it's dark most nights. Just, I love summer. I want to live somewhere where it's summer year round. Help me. Tell me where to go. All right. Sorry, I had to chew some ice for a little bit. I pulled my thoughts together. If you didn't know it, I just found this out today and I'm real pumped. If you didn't know it, UDF has the uh, Chick-fil-A ice, except a little bit smaller. It's perfect. Real pumped. We'll be going there a lot. I like to get a large ice, large cup of ice, and a Diet Mountain Dew, and then just slowly... This is more... I'm retarded. I'm stupid. You know what I am? I'm an idiot. Never mind. Sorry. I'm just real stupid. Hey, I wanted to give a shout out, and I hope y'all listened to my previous episode with my friend Erin and her husband and then their friend Mike, who's now my friend. Uh, that was so fun. I know if you are if you listen to it, you're like, what the heck? This isn't, this isn't anything that, we were, that she's ever talked about before. I know. It was a bunch of random topics that they wanted to talk about, and I was there for it, and I never laughed so hard in my life. I hope you listened to it, and I hope you enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed, like, seeing my friend, and then her, meeting her husband and her daughter, and uh, their friend Mike, who's the coolest, like, so, so fun. Um, and then Aaron, if you... Um, are on my Instagram, she took some pictures of the babies and then myself and 
she is like, she's hired. I don't mean to trash anybody else, okay? Because I just don't. I don't want to. People have their own style of photography, whatever you want to do. She is my style. Like, I have, I can't tell you how many people I have had taking pictures of my kids. And honestly, I have, I've kind of settled. <coughs> settled, not that they're, not in that they're not good. Like, they're not good photographers. They're just not good for me. Because I don't, I don't like the style. I don't like post pictures. I don't like an energy of a posed photo shoot because it feels really super stressful with kids. Um, and the kids feel that and then they don't really um, produce good pictures. You know what she did? She went outside and she told me to run around. And then she gave me a flower and then she kind of just followed me around and took pictures of her looking at stuff and pointing. And they produce that little bit produced the most beautiful pictures of her that I've gotten thus far. And she's two and a half. Like, amazing. She's going to be doing a full family photo shoot soon because my daughter was with her dad and my son was 12 and he didn't want to participate that that it was kind of impromptu like you know they had just woke up from their nap and it was like let's do this for a second we literally were only outside for like 10 minutes because then a giant rainstorm blew in but yeah if you're on my instagram it's dot me dot sam dot podcast check them out check her out she's tagged in all the pictures she's amazing she i mean she's got a real good thing going she's got a good eye for it and i think she's gonna blow up and i i'm telling you right now aaron if you get real big and popular, and if you if I if you don't keep me on your schedule, we're gonna fight because I'm the I'm trying to promote you, and I know you're gonna get big, and I know you're about to really blow up your business, and I, I listen. Don't forget me is what I'm trying to say, okay? <laughs> because here comes some other idiot about to be on my 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 tail. Get back! I gotta get off the highway. I've been on the highway for two hours straight, and I'm losing my mind. This is why I can't, this is another reason why I hate the idea of going on a vacation because I literally hate driving so much, but then I have this job where all I do is drive all day long. It's really bad. Um, All right, I'm going to get into today's topic. That was me stalling because this is a, a topic that I don't really know how to, um, I don't know what the answer is, to be honest. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know how to balance these things. I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is. So I'm what I'm trying to say is I'm looking for feedback. I'm looking for um, some interaction from y'all because I'd like to know what you think. Is what I'm saying. Okay, so I started thinking about this. Uh, I've thought about it quite a few times. My pastor, this is also going to seem like I'm bashing my pastor, and I'm not. Okay, let me just say that from the get. Because what I probably need to do is have a one-on-one conversation with him uh, and and see, like, where he's coming from. Because, like I said, I don't know what the solution is. I'm just going off of what he says, and then I'm also going off of what I know about him and his family and and how that... Anyway, let me get into it. So, he has, on more than one occasion, um, during a message, made comments about how, like, now this guy's flashing me. 
I'm going 80 miles an hour in a 65. Okay? Oh. Range Rover. Range Rover with LED lights. Can I hate somebody even any more than, than I hate this guy? Range Rover with LED headlights. I mean, I, I can't. Goodbye. Oh my gosh. I don't understand it. And then, then let me go three miles over the speed limit. This happened. Let me go three miles over the speed limit and I'm guaranteed to get a ticket in the mail. That happened. This guy's going 90 miles an hour. There won't, now, oh, it's actually 55 through here and he's going at least 90. No, there won't be any police. There's no justice in this world. <laughs> I'm getting distracted because it's driving. Anyway, my pastor has referenced multiple times in different, like, approaches and different messages about this idea of essentially that as Christians, we're called to more. We're called to more than the American dream. That the American dream is not, should not be a Christian's goal. That uh, a big fat retirement, a camper in the driveway, vacations twice a year, uh, picket fences, three kids, three and a half kids, I think is, you know what you say, a dog, a big house, steady job, like that should not be the Christian's dream. That shouldn't be our goal is to accomplish those, those American dream type things, you know, that our goal should not be, I'm going to work until I'm 65 and then I'm going to go hang out in Florida and, and do nothing, you know, on my big retirement that I've piled away for the past 30 years. Okay. Here's where I here's where I get a little confused. Gosh, I don't want to seem like I'm bashing my pastor. I'm really not. I'm just confused and I want to talk about it. And you know what? Here's my promise that I'm going to talk to him too. His wife is a good friend of mine. I mean, I'm going to talk to her as well. But I want to record this cuz I want to I want to hear y'all's thoughts and I, and I want to hash it out a little bit. He and his family go on big vacations on a regular basis. And it's not a secret. This isn't like a, some personal conversation that we've had about their vacations. And so I'm, I'm sharing some, you know, like this is something that the whole church knows, you know, they've talked about it. They put up. So I, I just am confused. And then like, there's plenty of, of members of our church who are deacons? If you don't, if you're not in a church, like that's like the head leadership, um, you know, or our elders, or our on staff as like the worship pastor and things like that, who take big vacations, who do have big houses, who have campers in their driveways and and go and 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 travel for the weekends and go to the lake and. I don't know what to do because this is what I said to my son and this is where this this whole kind of thought process originated was with with my 12 year old he had he had kind of touched on this this thing this this he made these comments again during a message and I told my son I said I'm I'm not tired of it but every time that I go to church 
and I listen to one of his messages, I feel real guilty about even considering the possibility. You just told me to get off on the sex you liar. I feel real guilty about the possibility of planning and going on a vacation. Because the, the, the message that I'm getting is that as Christians, we shouldn't be frivolous. Oh my gosh. Could I talk frivolous, fri- uh, frivolously. Oh my goodness. I didn't know I couldn't say this word frivolous, frivolously. There we go. Frivolously spending our money on things that don't bring glory to God like vacations and I guess there could there could be some justification to say well uh, my family is my mission field my first mission and so when I invest in them by going on vacations and building those relationships that is the you know that's bringing God glory because I'm, you know, I'm, uh, taking my first, my first responsibilities, to, but that you could do that at home is my thing. Like you don't have to go to Florida. You don't have to go to the Grand Canyon. You don't have to go to Disney world to do those things. Like I could spend a week at home with my kids and invest in them. And, and you know what I mean? Like I, I'm really, I'm just confused. I'm just confused about what to do because I'm not going to lie. Like I have it in the back of my head almost every other day to call a friend of mine who is a travel agent to call this other friend of mine who is specifically a travel agent for Disney world. And I want to, and to start that process of setting up a time and dates and flights and all of that stuff to go and have these experiences with my kids. But then when I go to church and I hear these messages, I'm like, I don't know. Is this the wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong to do that? Am I wrong to, uh, am I wrong to be investing in my home? Am I wrong to be planting flowers and and trying to make things to look nice in my home? Does that necessarily, like, is that money spent necessarily something that's going to bring God glory? I know this is uncomfortable and I don't mean, like I said, I don't mean to sound like I've got this figured out because I absolutely do not. I don't know what the answer is. I think, like I said, for me, the reason why I feel so much conflict is because I have kind I'm I'm not just me. I mean, my pastor has kind of created this environment to where his personal life with his family, because he does have young children and obviously they're there at the church and his wife, you know, it's, it's very public. We, we see what, what goes on with his family. We've, I've been in his home. He hosts a Bible study in his home. And so there's, to me, it sometimes feels like there's kind of a conflict in what I see in his family and in his personal life versus what he says. And maybe that's just me. Like I said, maybe he would say to me, no, no, no. Like we, uh, go on vacations and then I make sure that I'm connected with local ministries. I don't know. I don't know what they do. You know, I don't know what they do. I don't know what anybody does. So I may, I don't, and I'm not 100% 
never not judging anybody for what they do. I mean, I've got multiple friends right now who are on vacations in Florida and at the beach and, you know, are going in condos and, and town, you know, all of it. I've got multiple. I've got a, fr- a f- uh, Clara's baseball coach who is a friend of mine and his wife and their three girls in Disney World right now. Like, I, I'm not, there's no judgment here. I'm, I am honestly trying to, to just figure out <clears throat> what is the balance between living our lives in a way that honors and glorifies God, but yet also, I don't know. I, I don't know what. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, I don't know what the partner to that is. Also giving our children experiences, also investing in our children in a way that is enriching, enrichment and, and is, I don't know what the solution is and I'm done. That's all I got. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, like I said, I, I have this like battle in my head of, of what's right and I want to do the right thing. Here's the thing. I want to do the right thing. And if that means that I don't go on vacation ever again with my kids, they're going to be okay. Um, I never went on vacations as a kid. My parents took us one time to South Carolina and we stayed for a week or whatever. And then that was it. And you know what? Like I remember it and it was fun, but we didn't do anything that was like, there was definitely no part of that trip that was anything but self-serving. We didn't go to any, like there was nothing about that trip that glorified God is what I'm saying. It was all about us, beach, you know, pool, the whole, the whole thing. I took my kid, my older two kids to a, uh, to the beach uh, the same month that Mia was born in 2016. That was the last time we went on a big vacation was 2016. So it's been three years. And, uh, yeah, again, I mean, we went, I had a rental car. Um, we stayed in a little condo. We went to the pool. We went to the beach. We went on a dolphin excursion. We went to an amusement park. Like there was nothing about that trip, those 10 days that we were there or whatever, that was, in any way, uh, you know, it wasn't a mission trip. Basically, <laughs> it wasn't like I sought out any ministries or sought out a church or participated in anything other than living my best life, if you want to call it that. <laughs> but what is our best life? That's what I'm trying to get to. Like when I say, as a Christian, I'm living my best life. What does that look like? There's this, there's this expectation of your home needs to look a certain way. Your, your family needs to look a certain way. Your kids need to look a certain way. They need to dress a certain way. They need to this, but are those things part of living your best life as a Christian? You know, spring break has come and gone multiple years and we have never gone on any type of a trip over spring break. You know, my kids are always talking about this so-and-so kid is going, so-and-so kid is going, so-and-so kid is going here, there, there. And it's like, I just don't, I don't know what the solution, I don't know what the answer is to, to what, what is a good, uh, 
uh, a good partnership of being committed. Like I, I could say, this is where I feel. This is how I feel. Okay, I'm going to say this. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell I'm struggling with this topic because I can't talk. My life, I believe and I'm, I try and I feel like I'm trying to live my life in a way that is 100% committed to serving and, and doing things in my life that I can do and using my time as much as possible. Sometimes I get caught up and lay in bed for two hours and watch Netflix. That, that happens. Okay. I'm not going to lie. That does happen. Sometimes I get caught up and spend $400 on at Costco on probably some stuff that I don't need. Okay. Sometimes those things happen. All right. I'm not going to lie, but I want to try my best to live my life in a way that honors and glorifies God in every area with my time, with my money, with my resources, with my words, with my ears, every part of my body and my family and my resources, with my home, with everything. I want to do that. Okay. So that's that. So then how do I partner that desire with a all-inclusive 10 days in Puerto Rico? How do I, how do I mix those two? Because to me, if I'm going to, if I'm going to take a break and do a, 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 a vacation then how do I carry over that desire that I have to live my life in a way that honors and glorifies God 100% and that serves him and that utilizes my resources for him? So then how can I justify using my resources for a vacation that's merely for the purpose of enjoying the beach and a plane ride and, and some sun? you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I'm struggling. Like I'm struggling to understand what the solution is. I'm struggling to know how, uh, what the answer is. I want to do what's right. I want to do the right thing. Sometimes I'm going to say this. Sometimes I think that if Jesus were among us, he would look around and he'd be like, what y'all doing? Like, what are y'all doing? You're spending a whole weekend at a baseball tournament? You miss church? And you're spending a whole weekend at a baseball tournament for your eight-year-old? Like, what What are y'all doing? And listen, this is Jesus judging, not me, because I've done it. I've spent entire weekends at soccer tournaments. And I've paid a lot of money for my kids to play soccer. I just talked about how my kids are on the swim team. And I'm going to be spending five hours twice a week in the evenings at the swimming pool for my kids. Like, what is the solution? What's the answer for these dynamics of utilizing our time, utilizing our resources in ways that honor and glorify God, but yet also... Am I, be, am I about to be called to full-time missions work? I knew it. I'm about to move to Sudan. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I just believe, I remember when I worked camp, I worked a missions camp in 2002, 2002. And um, one of the girls that I worked with there, she said, if you're called, if God calls you, to be a Christian, 
he also calls you to be a missionary. 100%. And I believe that. Like, I 100, 1,000, a million percent believe that. And so if I'm called to be a missionary, and I'm called to, this is something my pastor has specifically said, live my life on mission because of what I claim as my faith and my belief in God. If I'm called to live my life on mission, then how am I doing that sitting in a, a cabana chair with a with a, a drink with an umbrella in it? Gosh, it sucks. <laughs> Sometimes being a Christian is is not fun. It's not cool. It's not. It's it. I mean, it's awesome. It's great because you know what? It's better. I'm going to tell you that it's better. It's better than cabana cabanas and drinks with umbrellas. It is. But sometimes I feel like it's hard to choose the right thing. And to know that that sometimes the thing that our our society has pushed as being the best thing is not really the best thing. That God God is the best thing, and that what He has for us is better than any any trip, any vacation, any any of those things. Um, creating memories for our kids. I hear a lot of people saying that and I'm like, I can create, you know what my, you know what my kid, you know what memory I created for my kids this week that I really truly believe that they're going to remember that wasn't fancy and wasn't exotic and wasn't any type of, I, t- I mentioned a minute ago that our area was hit really hard by tornadoes. And my church has a clothing pantry and like a trailer, a travel, a big trailer that they use to like travel and park for different outreach opportunities. And I keep missing my turns because I'm real caught up in this. But, um, so they took that trailer full of clothes and parked it in a Home Depot parking lot, took all of the bins out, set them up, and basically said to people, come here and get whatever you need. Because there's people, like I said, and we're not talking like a bad storm. I'm talking like people's houses are plowed to the ground like nothing. My kids spent, have spent now two full afternoons up there in the Home Depot parking lot handing out clothes, helping people to shop for what they need, blah, blah, etc. I think that that is a memory that they're going to have. I think that we drove around. Well, technically we got lost and I got stuck because the roads were closed. But I drove around and I stopped at three different nursing homes to check on some of the patients that I have because they were without water and power. I think they're going to remember those things. I think they're going to remember what it felt like to serve and to give back when they could and when other people were in need. I think those are the types of memories that I want to create for my kids. I mean, I know that they remember the beach. We were just talking about the other day about how when we were walking on the beach one night, this guy, this is really funny. He came over to us. He didn't speak English, but he was like, and he was like kind of making the hand motions. And I was like, what is he talking about? Something big is on the beach. Let's just keep walking. I mean, it's dark. We've got these little flashlights. They don't really project very much light. But we essentially nearly tripped over a giant sea turtle that had come in and laid her eggs and then was heading back out to the ocean. I lost my mind. It was amazing. It is an incredible memory. My kids still have that as an incredible memory. 
But again, for, for what? Like, what's the eternal value? What's the mission? Okay. I don't know. Help me. Tell me what you think. I'm going to wrap this up. Just pulled into a patient's house. I don't know if I'm going to post this. I'm going to post it. I don't know. I just feel like I don't want people. Uh, maybe I do. Because I do. I feel judged. I question my life decisions. I question my planning for my children and the activities that we do. I question where I spend my money. And a lot of times that happens after I sit in church and I hear my pastor say the types of things that he says about living your life on mission, about not making the American dream your goal, about doing things differently than your neighbors, about how it's not the goal to have a big fat retirement and kick back and be done at 60. You know, I I hear him say these things and it makes me question my, the things that I'm doing with my life. And it makes me reevaluate the things that I'm doing with my life. And so I want to continue to do that. I just haven't totally settled on what I am like confident. Cause I care. Here's what I don't want to do and say, if you go on vacation, you're wrong. I can't, I can't say that. Cause I don't know if you're a Christian and you take a all inclusive with your husband to, uh, uh, well, I don't, I don't know where people go. Cuba. No, I don't think anybody's going to Cuba. Where are people going? Costa Rica? I don't know. I don't know. If you go, if you go on a vacation for uh, 10 days with your kids to Europe, you're wrong. I don't know. Is it wrong? Is it right? Is it the best thing? Is it the best use of your resources and your finances? Where's the mission? Uh, is it glorify God? Is it the best, you know, is the best use of your time? I have all these questions. So now I'm using this podcast as a way for you to help me to know what to do. (laughs) Thank you so much now. So, but hurry up because I'm actually going to like maybe plan on a vacation. And so I need to know if it's wrong or not. (laughs) Help me. Okay. That's about it for today. Hopefully I didn't offend anybody. Hopefully. I mean, I I really mean it. I'd love to hear your feedback. I have an email. It's stopme.sam.podcast at gmail.com. You can leave a comment here. If you listen and you haven't subscribed, please do that. As I always say, even though I'm terrible at promoting this podcast, I'd love to see the listener base grow. I'd love to see more people listening. I'd love to talk about more topics or get more input on things you'd like me to talk about. This is where I'm coming from today. I hope, like I said, I hope you hear my heart and you really, like, I'm really being genuine when I say that I don't know what the best, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the solution is or the best, the right thing or the best thing is when it comes to this topic. Uh, and so I'd really would love your feedback. You can follow me on Instagram at that same handle. It's dot me dot Sam dot podcast. And, uh, that's it. That's all I got for today. I hope y'all are having an amazing day an incredible summer and, uh, I'll talk to you the next time. All right. Bye.